Welcome to Country Day Conversations, the podcast, brought to you by Sacramento Country Day School. I'm head of school and master of ceremonies, Lee Thompson. And I'm DJ Doyle, otherwise known as Rochelle Doyle, Director of Advancement. So Lee, why do you hope that people listen to our podcast? Country Day Conversations, the podcast, is an opportunity for us to connect our community with some of the really exciting things that are going on in our school by looking at how our mission and core values are being fulfilled on a day-to-day level. It's a chance to get a glimpse of what's going on in some of our classrooms and see what's happening with our students. Rochelle, how about you? So the Advancement Office is in charge of philanthropy, and that's one of the many things that make Country Day as amazing as it is. And one of the great things that our office does is the Country Day Fund. The Country Day Fund currently has a parent participation of 88%. (laughs) And this year, we want to help people get a glimpse of why what they are giving to is so great. Well, all right, let's get started. Country Day's mission reads, Country Day inspires intellectual discovery and engages a diverse community to think critically, live creatively, and act compassionately. So each week, we'll be bringing you one of our five core values, and this week, we'll focus on compassion. The compassion core value reads, we nurture empathy, integrity, and responsibility in a safe and supportive community that values kindness, respect, and civic engagement. To help us learn about some of the ways we live our core values at Country Day, we'll talk today with three community members. First, Director of Athletics, Matt Vargo, then Lower School PE teacher, Denise Santos, and then finally, Rory Tira, our Garden Coordinator. Matt, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Matt, many people confuse or conflate physical education with athletics. What is the difference between the two? With athletics, we started in fifth grade and we're actually competing interscholastically against other schools in a specific sport or a discipline, say track and field, the long jump. It's more specific and it's actually competition against other schools and your teammates or with your teammates, depending on the sport. Well, thank you. That's really helpful. Many schools have an athletic program. What is it about Country Day's program that you're particularly proud of or that makes our program unique? I'm proud of many things in our program. One of our things that I pride our school on is we get about 80% of our students participate in athletics and most participate in more than one sport. But the thing I'm most proud of is my coaching staff. Most have played college athletics. Some have played beyond that. We have a lot of on-campus coaches, which most schools don't. They really love their sport. A lot of them continue to play the sport that they're coaching. There's a saying in boxing where you can compare sizes of different boxers, and they talk about who's pound for pound the best. Well, I would take my coaching staff pound for pound against any school in the state of California. We have outstanding coaches. So how does your work fulfill the country day core value of compassion? Well, athletics fulfills all of our core values at country day, but specifically to compassion, we have a no cut policy from our junior varsity teams in high school, all the way down to fifth grade. 
And actually, in my 21 years here at Sacramento Country Day, we've never cut anyone at any level. So we encourage students to come out and try something new. And I'll give you an example. On my soccer teams, we'll have kids. I'm teaching how to literally kick a soccer ball. And then we have some of the best players in the city, including last year where we had the Sacramento Bee Player of the Year. The biggest thing for me is our sportsmanship. We are known to have incredible sportsmanship on our campus. Schools want to play us. They want to host us. And it's not just our players and coaches. It's our families. The last one I want to touch on, too, and it's, it's something that's kind of new in athletics, but it's self-compassion. It's having compassion for yourself. It's okay to miss. It's okay to not win. And our kids nowadays, there's this huge level of anxiety. You know, I get it every year. Like I said, I coach fifth, sixth basketball for the boys. And every year I have kids that will not shoot at the start of the year because they don't want to miss. They don't want to miss. And you got to take shots in life. You're going to miss. If you can learn how to miss on the basketball court, you're going to learn how to miss, recover, and get better as a person. It's going to translate into life, you know, with 80% participation and our coaches, good things are happening. It's a great conversation because I've never considered that the fact that I might be a fairly compassionate human being has to do with the fact that I was a horrible basketball player. <laughs> How does the Country Day Fund impact athletics? Well, it allows me to hire and retain the best coaches that are in the area. I've had multiple parents already come up to me with, how do you get these coaches? And our student athletes are just so eager to learn. On this campus, there's this just infectiousness of learning. And I don't even know if that's a word. And I see it all the time. You get a middle school boy coming in. And they're all, you know, too cool for school. And then two weeks, they're like, Latin and science. And so the same thing applies to athletics. A student signs up. Oh, I'm going to try basketball for the first time. And they're out there. They don't know what they're doing. And then you see them in a game and they're out there and they're doing all the things that they can do and putting it 110%. I, it's just great. That's one of the things. It allows me to get the equipment we need to allow these student athletes to do what they do. We try to get the best equipment for our student athletes. And then we do have a lot of off-campus stuff where we do have to rent facilities. We play tennis at Rio Del Oro. We golf at Hagen Oaks. We play baseball off campus. So there's also other costs associated with the athletic department that this fund helps us out. Thank you. And I heard Hagen Oaks is really nice. I'm excited about what other opportunities we might be having there upcoming. You wouldn't be talking about the auction, would you? Maybe, for sure. <laughs> Maybe. Matt, thank you so much. It's been great to just have this time to connect with you and to hear your passion for your team and for your work. Your passion has a certain infectiousness about it that I really like. Okay, I like that. Well, Matt, thank you so much for being with us today and good luck on the rest of the athletic year. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Joining us next is lower school PE teacher, Denise Santos. Hi, Denise. Hi, thanks for having me. You bet. Thanks for joining us. So, Denise, what is it that makes the Country Day Physical Education Program so unique? Well, I've been here for about six years, and what makes our program unique here at Country Day 
is all three divisions, lower, middle school, and high school encompass PE with a developmentally appropriate program. For example, lower school, we base our curriculum on movement education, where each student explores the opportunity to figure out how their bodies move while using different equipment, different sizes and and shapes of things in a non-competitive environment. So each week we have new concepts for the little ones. And for fourth and fifth grade, they're a little bit different. With that age group, we introduce small-sided games, sport themes, so they get right into kind of knowing the history, the rules, learning how to rest themselves, and just preparing them to get into middle school PE. In terms of middle school, we really like to refine techniques and demonstrate skills in a way that shows how tournaments would be played, like a little bit more in depth with refereeing and working on sportsmanship, especially at that age group. And then following in high school, the students actually get to develop their own curriculum individually or as a team. The class can decide to have it outdoor or it can be in the weight room. So high schoolers, ninth to 12th grade, they work together collaboratively so that they can have an outcome that all the kids in the class want to participate in. How do you see the Country Day core value of compassion build in in your day-to-day interactions? Well, compassion lies in our three domains, which is psychomotor, cognitive, and then effective domain. Psychomotor being the physical part of things and learning how to be okay with not being the fastest, be okay with not being the tallest. And then cognitive, which brings in the recall, the remembering, that's where we use our brains a little bit. That's where we have the students, you know, jot down all the bones and all the muscles they know. It's not just for PE, it's for them to know what it might look like and and feel like to live a healthy lifestyle. And then our affective domain, which is the SEL, so social and emotional learning, which in these times are really important, especially when we're teaching the young ones is being okay to have big feelings and, and how to navigate and use tools as they are physically active. So Denise, is there a particular story that comes to mind about how PE interacts with our core value of compassion? Yeah. In terms of the children I teach, since I have K through fifth, I see it in the kindergartners. I think with our mission, we want to continue to create that inclusivity in all the classrooms. And I see that with the little ones and and how they just want to be involved. They get excited just being able to have a space for them in the classroom. And whether that's answering a question, whether that's being a part of a demonstration or helping clean up PE equipment, it's really an everyday thing. So there's many stories, but I think that's a theme I see with them is they just really love feeling a part of something. And that's what the school does. We help each student feel a part of something here. That was really beautiful. Thank you. So Denise, what is it that makes the Country Day Physical Education Program so unique? The way our program is unique is students have PE at least three to four times a week. That's a vast difference from what you may see or hear at a public school. Each student has their own equipment, which is far from when I was a kid, we're having a share. It's a very much exploration type of setting. There's no pressure for the student to be the number one runner or has to know how to dribble a ball by a certain age, but yet they do learn very quickly how to dribble a ball before they get to third grade, I would say. What skills do you hope that leads into for a human being? Our philosophy is just making sure they are emotionally well-rounded and inclusive and aware of the differences that they're going to encounter as they continue to grow. For example, we really emphasize that PE isn't about being the best at everything. It's about finding something that 
makes you happy and, and you enjoy and you can go home and talk about it with your family. I think when I think back to my own childhood and PE, I don't feel like I was taught really anything. It was roll the ball out there. It's time for dodgeball or here a bunch of basketballs. It's time to play basketball. We're not just going out there to take the kids off of the teacher's hands. I mean, we are, but we're actually using valuable time and we don't just bring out equipment and roll a ball. That each time with the kids, it's significant because we're having to teach them. I call it organized chaos because to someone else who's passing by, they might see just a bunch of kids running around and screaming and all that. But to me, it's an organized tag game. We have to build a foundation for that. So Denise, how does the Country Day Fund impact the PE program? It allows us to acquire a variety of equipment in all three divisions. So a small soft basketball is perfect for a kindergartner, but not a high school student. And so we're having to make adjustments for things to make sure that but mentally every grade or every division has appropriate equipment. So being able to buy six different size of basketballs, it's a gift. And I talk about this with my students a lot. A lot of the things that we have, a lot of schools don't come close to. Being able to have one piece of equipment for every student so you don't have to share is a teaching in itself about being grateful for having things. And I teach that every day. And and I talk about, well, we should just be thankful to have something. I love that. There's a really good tie between gratitude and compassion. I feel like Practicing gratitude regularly builds compassion and and creates awareness in your life for everything else that's going on. So thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today. Of course, I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. Next, we'll be talking with Rory Tira, our garden coordinator. So Rory, plenty of people have no idea what role a garden can play in the life of a school. Can you explain how your work contributes to Country Day and to kids learning? My position is to oversee our incredible garden space. We have a quarter acre of garden that includes wild space, native space, benches, sitting, lunch areas, and over 20 beds of growing crops. So I oversee all the pieces in that and bring students in to really drive the work. So do they get to taste any of the fruits and vegetables that are in the garden? Well, let's just say if they come out to the garden to work and they don't taste, I hear about it. (laughs) This week, we've been doing a lot of fruit salads, a lot of cantaloupe, watermelon, strawberries. They had green beans and fruit salad for dessert. There's a lot of grazing that goes on at lunchtime. They know which rows they can go to. Just They don't need to ask permission. I want them to see it as theirs. And they just cruise through and graze during the day and snack. And the middle school classes do a lot of more serious cooking. They have stoves. They prepare full meals together. Okay, so then I feel like I can finally admit this. Since it's tomato season, if you've noticed any basil missing in the garden, it might have gone on a couple of my lunches, and it's been quite delicious. That's great. I want this campus and everybody who's part of it to see it as their garden. So, Rory, this week we're talking about compassion. How do you see the Country Day core value of compassion filled through your work in the garden? When I think of compassion, I think about taking care of someone or paying attention to someone. When I think of a garden or a farm, the verb that people often use is tending to. You're tending to a garden. And that word, it just fits hand in hand with compassion because it's asking us, who are we tending to? To whom are we tending? To what are we tending? And what are we taking care of? So there's different ways that that compassion and that tending is answered in our garden. One of the most 
broadcast ways is that a large percent of our food in our garden goes to River City Food Bank. We've been doing almost every single week drop-offs of multiple boxes of food. 15% of the residents in Sacramento County suffer food insecurity, and River City Food Bank is meeting that, and we are helping them meet that. Our food is beautiful, it's clean, and it's fresh, and it's picked that morning. And I think what it really teaches both the givers, us, and the recipients is that beautiful and good and healthy food is everybody's. It belongs to everybody. And that's an access that everybody should have. When I think about tending, I also think about we tend to each other and we take care of each other. And in this garden, one of the things that I've worked really hard to do with Aletha Burns, who also runs the garden middle school piece, is that the rows belong to everybody. There isn't almost at all an exclusive row of this is the kindergartner's carrots. Nobody can touch them. Only the kindergartners grow them. The rows belong to everybody. Everybody does the work. Everybody does the chores and everybody shares the bounty. So there's a lot of taking care of each other that way. Just in the last few weeks, we've been doing more of students serving each other. And I'm using that food as a way to tend to each other. So instead of me slicing up the watermelon and passing it around, I'm having a group of fourth graders make the salad, pick the salad, decide how big they want their pieces to be, put it in a bowl, and then they walk around and serve their peers. The garden is a very other-centered place. You're not focused on yourself. It's not all about you. It's about taking care of the land, taking care of the rows, taking care of your teammates that you're working on a work crew with. We're using food as a way to take care of each other because they get so excited about their snack and their treat, but it's far more than just strawberries or watermelon. They are preparing it. They're serving it to each other. Just the act of serving food to somebody is a really loving and gracious gift, not just for the person who's getting it, but for the person who's delivering it. And so they are taking on that role for each other and they shine. It becomes easy. I don't think they're going to remember half an inch a carrot seed needs to go, but they are going to remember what it was like when they had a huge salad and they all sat under the trees together. Oh, that's beautiful. Rory, are there any particular stories that stick out in your mind about the power of the garden? One of the things that is practiced and the tending is not just to each other, but there's a focus on taking care of the land and taking care of the earth and spending time in nature. We spent a lot of time looking at pollinators and bees in the garden. There was a student last year who unsolicited, uninspired by anything other than his own creativity, a very young pre-K student made a bee hospital. He created this. He did it on his own time in the classroom. He might have even done it at home, but it was entirely his imagination and need to take care of the bees. And so he brought it to me and said, this is a bee hospital. And it was about the size of like a shoebox. And he brought me this homemade bee hospital with a string to hang on the tree for when the bees were sick. So it hung there for a few months until it got a little raggedy. I put it away and it's in a shelf now in the back of the garden storage. Well, I saw that boy last week because he was out in the garden for his first day of kindergarten class. So I hadn't seen him all summer. And I was so happy to see his face. The first thing he asked me is, do you still have the bee hospital? He was so excited. He hadn't forgotten it all. It wasn't just a passing thing. To him, that was an important thing. And it was just a tiny bee hospital. But that's how you begin those things. I had a high school student this summer who worked over 50 hours in the garden this summer. 
extraordinary, like phenomenal achievement. I saw that boy, I'm not kidding, about 20 minutes ago. And the first thing he said to me is, I really miss the garden. Those relationships start with tiny bee hospitals, but they become a larger imprint on them. And I remember when he showed me, he made a little bee stretcher so that the bees could have a little tiny bed in case they were sick on their way to the hospital. It's very sweet. Rory, can you think of any ways that the Country Day Fund impacts your program and your work? Yeah, absolutely. The Country Day Fund is supporting the, even though it's a vegetable space, it's the meat on the bones. It's the everyday tools. Gardens aren't free and they don't grow themselves. And you know that from your own backyard space. But we are using funds to be able to provide compost, soil, seeds, tools, Tools get wear and tear when you have this many students using them this often. Think of your tools at home. You might use them once on a Saturday. These tools are getting used hours every day. We have a greenhouse. We have starters. All the basic nuts and bolts of running a farming program, the Country Day Fund supports. Another huge component is that there are a lot of schools that have a garden program. A parent usually wants to start something with a teacher and it starts very tiny. Ours is not tiny. It's extraordinary. It's really extraordinary because the school has put a commitment to it for many, many, many years. It's not just a side thing. It's not just a nice idea. It's a huge project. It's a huge part of our science program. It's a huge part of, I think, mental wellness on the campus for young people and adults. So to support the position and not have it be just a side project and not just a volunteer position, but to really back it and say, we take this seriously the Country Day Fund allows that to happen. Rory, thank you so much for coming inside to talk to us today. It sounds like it would have been a really difficult thing to leave the garden. I'm looking forward to coming out and snacking myself in a little bit. Absolutely. And to any families and parents listening, when you're on campus, take an extra few minutes and walk back there because it's a treat. You will thank yourself, I promise, if you just spend five or 10 minutes wandering around back there. It's a pretty special place and we should all be using it. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Rory. Thank you. So we have a special guest with us today as well, because we really wanted to hear a student voice on this topic of compassion. We're pleased today to welcome senior Savannah Carmu to the conversation. Hi, Savannah. Hi, Mr. Thompson. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Our first question for you today is, why do you think compassion is an important core value? For Country Day to have. Compassion is such a core value for Country Day to have because at Country Day, we are already such a small but tight-knit community. And so compassion really adds to that. I came from a public setting when I was in middle school. I came to Country Day at high school and there was a lot of differences, but a key difference I could see is the size of the community. At my last school, we had about 2,000 kids and it was only two grades. Because we have such a small community, I can rely on all of my people in my class for help and also for support. And that's where compassion comes into place because compassion is really about understanding how the other person feels and understanding what they're going through. How do you see compassion fulfilled at Country Day? I see compassion fulfilled in the littlest, the smallest things. Like maybe I have a lunch that needs to be warmed and Erica at the front office is like, go ahead, you can warm it. I see compassion 
whenever I need a drink because it's been really hot these days and I always forget my water bottle, my friend will say, of course, I have a water bottle. You can go ahead and fill it up. And I also see compassion in the ways where my teachers, whenever I have like no place to sit for lunch or I don't know what to do, I just always go to my teacher's room because I feel safe there. And I also feel my voice is heard. So I love going into my teacher's room for a break. They're very close to me and some I consider my friends. So that's where I see compassion at Country Day. Do you have any story about maybe a specific teacher showing you compassion that you can think of? I run a happy heart program that teaches elementary school students about the heart and how to keep it healthy in a really fun way. There were a lot of complications leading up to that program. And the compassion that was shown was that everyone was very understanding on all ends. There was a lot of hiccups with communication that I didn't do as well as I could have done. But every single teacher that was involved, even Mr. Thompson, I know Dr. Wyden was involved, um, some of the lower school teachers, Miss Myers, everyone just were so compassionate. They understood where I was coming from. They understood what I was trying to do. And they helped me execute that. Maybe not flawlessly, but we executed it in a way that was amazing, made the kids just so happy at the end of the day, and everything worked out. And it was. It was an amazing program, Savannah, and I'm really excited to repeat it again this year. Thank you. Me too. I would like to ask how you extend compassion in your life and at Country Day. And Savannah, please use this moment to humble brag, as they say. Thank you. For me, compassion is living outside of yourself. I'm not doing it for good grades. I'm not doing it for colleges. At the end of the day, I want someone else to be happier after I've helped them out or after we've done something together. I think an example of me showing compassion at Country Day would be really with my club that I lead, which is the Happy Heart Volunteer Club, by helping educate our lower school students about their heart and how to keep it healthy. I think I show compassion on two different levels. One, when I'm actually working with the kids, teaching them, oh, this is what your heart does, and this is why you should keep it healthy, and this is how you can keep it healthy. But I also show compassion with my teammates. I know a lot of times when someone does something excellent, they look at the leader and say, oh, wow, the leader was able to lead this group of amazing people, and they were able to accomplish this much. Every time someone says that to me about my volunteer club that I lead, I direct the praise right back to my team members. Because honestly, this club is not about me, but it's about the people. I wouldn't have gotten this far without them. Savannah, this has been great. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, Savannah is also the board chair for the Sacramento Behavior Health Youth Advisory Board, runs her own podcast, and does a ton of philanthropy. Thanks, Savannah. Thank you. Lee, this was such a fun peek into some of the ways that compassion shows up at Country Day. And we just scratched the surface. There are so many other ways that Country Day and our community builds compassion, and we could talk about those for hours. But we want to be compassionate to your time and leave you excited for the next conversation. Rochelle, what are we talking about next week? Next week, we get to talk to our faculty about critical thinking. Until then... If you have any questions about the Country Day Fund or would like to make a gift, you can reach out to us at advancement at saccds.org or make a gift at saccds.org forward slash country hyphen day hyphen fund. Thank you for your support. And we look forward to sharing more with you next week.